the 14th of February 2022. So in just two days' time, it'll be the 15th day of the third lunar month, the day of Maga Puja. This is the day that a perfectly self-awakened Buddha, um, through the love in his heart towards all beings, gave an incredible teaching. It's a really incredible event because it occurs just in one time, just once during the dispensation of a Buddha, that they teach the heart of um, the dispensation of their teachings. And so we all know that the heart is an organ which is of vital importance for our bodies. Whether it's the bodies of animals, the bodies of people. If we're lacking that organ, then our bodies can't survive. But the heart of the teaching, this is also something very important, important principles. And so the Buddha gave this teaching through kindness, and through the love there in his heart, laid down these principles of uh, his dispensation. So he taught us to have love for ourselves. When we have love for ourselves, then we'll have love for others as well. He taught that we shouldn't harm each other, we shouldn't harm ourselves, we shouldn't harm any other being. To not have ill will towards ourselves or towards any other being, whether it's through our actions of body or through speech, and that's what we call sila. So it's like a small child. As that child grows up and uh, becomes a student, they need to know about um, abandoning bad karma, papa's evil. And so the bad karma on the level of a student. And so anything which obstructs one's studies, that is papa, that's bad karma. And so laziness or playing computer games, not being interested in the studies, chatting with friends. And these are the things which will prevent success in um, those studies. Or just following one's moods, one's feelings. And so this is this papa, this bad karma for a student. So anything which harms ourselves, which harms anyone else. And so the Buddha taught that, and this was within um, these fundamental principles of his teaching, uh, that anything which harms ourselves or others, that is bad karma, and something which we should abandon, should put down, and to do this little by little. And as those students and children become older, then they have to meet with the bad karma of an adult as well, and that does exist. And that is uh, being violent towards one another, hitting each other, harming each other. Or we can look at that on a global level, so like invading another country. And these kinds of actions, they cause the world to be chaotic, to be lacking in peace. But if we took up these principles that the Buddha laid down, just this one principle of abandoning bad karma, of not harming each other, 
then the world would already be in a peaceful state. So children who are studying, they need to know about and abandon the bad karma of a student. When we go to work, we need to abandon that kind of bad karma there. need to really put our effort into our work, need to endure, need to bring up energy to compete. And so that we don't create any of this papa, and so that we're able to abandon any. So there's also the merit that we create, and this is something that we should give rise to. So we see with sotapanas, or those beings who have barami to the level of a sotapana, a stream entry, wanting to create merit is just a normal feeling for them. It's like Ananda Pindaka or Lady Visaka. They had this feeling there within their hearts that they just wanted to create merit. And these thoughts of wanting to help beings um, who were going through difficulty, going through hard times, who were suffering, just just common thoughts in their minds. And so when we have the opportunity to do that, then we should do that. Because it can be quite difficult to find that opportunity. One, we ourselves need to have life, we need to have been born into this form. And then two, we need to wish to sacrifice as well. And also what's really important is our faith. And when we have that faith, and then if people ask for our help, then we help them. And we have that good opportunity to be able to help them. Because if we just live in a developed country, a country that's wealthy, and then perhaps we may not know how to help anyone. And it's just like a deva. A deva has everything that they need. Everything is abundant and complete. All their food, all their lodging, and they live in a lot of happiness. There's no suffering there. And so they don't need anyone else's help. But and they're living in a very um, easy state. And so it's like that for some people who live in countries that are very comfortable countries. They uh, have everything complete there. And the people there aren't agitated, things aren't in a disturbed state. And so they don't know how to create barami um, in that country. But if they go to a country where people are suffering a lot, going through a lot of hardships, then they have that opportunity to create barami. So therefore we need to really be firm in training ourselves. And people who have the sense of sacrifice, who have hearts of faith, they like this. They have generosity, they have sila. And so they offer uh, requisites to the monks, offer food, offer robes, offer medicines and kutis, and all four of the vital requisites. And through doing this, they are building their barami. And they also help others as well, people who are suffering, people who are poor, going through difficulties, or who are unwell. And if they can help, then they do so in line with the energy that they have. And all of this is merit that they're creating. So they have generosity and they also have virtue as well. 
and the generosity of people who have virtue. This is very important. They have both these qualities of dana and sila. And next, they should firmly establish themselves in creating the goodness of bhavana, of mental cultivation as well. Perhaps they release animals like cows and crabs, fish, birds, these animals which would otherwise lose their lives. And these animals who get released, they also have their merit as well. Um, their merit that someone's coming to help them. They have this old merit there. And that they've created in the past, perhaps they've helped uh, to save others' lives. And so in this present life, they're receiving help in return. And it's also not sure as well. Perhaps some of these animals that we're helping, they may have great barami within them too. And this does happen, this, this does exist. And so there's one instance of a fish that was caught. And the fish entered into the dream of a monk and told this monk, well, I am a bodhisattva who has been born into the form of a fish, but I've been caught. And tomorrow um, I will be killed. And you're a bodhisattva as well, aren't you? And so please come and help me. So this fish had a lot of barami. This monk wanted to make sure, however, so he said to the fish, well, if you really are a bodhisattva, then chant something for me. So this fish chanted, Namo tasa bhagavato. And um, after that, the monk then believed the fish, and then the fish gave the details of exactly where it was, the house that it was in, uh, the village, the owner of the house, their name, and so the monk was able to find that house. Just like in the present day, perhaps we may give a map instead. So the monk could find where that fish was and then help to release the fish. So perhaps we help cows, uh, release cows, we help release birds or fish. And if one of these is a bodhisattva, then that's great benefit, it's a great merit. So we should build up our goodness in this way, creating generosity like this. And the next level is sila, virtue. And so when we have these two qualities of generosity and virtue, it's like we are the children of Ananda Pindaka or Lady Visaka. And it's not easy uh, to find people like this. I need a lot of merit to have the inspiration to do this. We carry on cultivating these qualities, and a lot of benefit arises from that. And perhaps through these, then we will see the Dhamma and attain to the Dhamma faster than otherwise. So when we come to teach ourselves and train our minds, we should found our hearts in kindness and in compassion. And through this, then, we're bringing skillfulness to completion. And then we contemplate to, so as to bring the mind to a state of brightness and purity. And people who do this, who are cultivating this way, 
It shows that they've got a lot of merit to them already, a lot of bhārami there. They've been able to meet with this teaching, the very heart of the Buddha's teaching, these fundamental principles. So there's also, within that teaching, the Avadapadimoka, um, there is the aspect of staying and sleeping in a secluded place, which is a practice for the monks. And the Buddha also taught that Nibbāna is the supreme, it's the highest Dhamma. He taught us to abandon all evil, to give rise to skillfulness. And both of these activities are the causes, conditions for Nibbāna to arise. So the things that are meritorious, then we do those things. And perhaps, so we do that in this life, perhaps the next life we get born as a deva, and then after that we're able to follow the teachings of the Buddha to completion and become an arahant. Or perhaps we stay on, creating more bharami, building up our perfections. But whatever the case, may you train yourselves, may you practice, following these principles, the heart of the teachings of the Buddha, and that the Buddha lay down on this day of Maga Puja, that is going to arrive in two days' time. We also develop the quality of metta, and that quality of metta can um, allow us to bring our hearts to purity. Because we don't have love or kindness for just one person, for just one individual, but rather it's a pure kind of love. But the people, the average person in the world, they're not aware of this kind of love. It's something that they don't know about, it's something that they don't see, because they're still stuck in worldly ways. They still have greed there within their hearts. And so when love comes up, they can easily get deluded in that love. But the Buddha taught us to have love that has knowledge within it as well. And there's wisdom there too, for that to be pure. So may all of you practice like this. And now we have this opportunity to meditate. So may you train yourselves in cultivating mindfulness and bringing rise to samadhi. And be careful of drowsiness. If you're falling asleep, then open up your eyes. And so practice uh, so as to bring the mind to brightness and to purity. And may all of you set your hearts on this. <laughs>